This is a HeadGum Original. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. That's now the official song of If I Were You. Uh, no. Jake and Amir, what? Hmm? I wouldn't say that that was the official theme song of If I Were You. It was good. I mean, it was I, great. I will go so far <laughs> I know. as to say yeah. we officially have a new theme song. We've never had any For the end song. of the episode and for every episode moving forward. <laughs> That's right. So, 500 plus episodes of using a new one, and you're mm-hmm. finally ready to settle just on this one. I think we found the perfect theme song. I thought that was incredible. I don't think we need another. If you've written one already, thank you, but this one is the ace, okay? <laughs> I disagree. Um, I'd like to hear more theme songs. If you've written one already, especially, you should send them. Honestly, I don't think so. This one is a few years old. I just found it thinking that we might not have ever played it before, but there's a chance we yeah. had. No, I would I would would have remembered. I would have made it the official theme song. Let's let's not even thank or shout out this person. Why? But let's just because we can just make it the official theme song and I feel like that's more than enough. And <laughs> I want to send her a contract so that we can use it in perpetuity without credit starting Eight minutes ago. Yeah, I feel like as when you send them, that's kind of an uh, it's it's a quid pro quo contract. Yeah, you write. <laughs> we don't have artist agreements with anyone who's Actually, ever submitted a theme song. Reply, but they can only cease and desist one episode of the podcast. <laughs> I wanted to send her a cease and desist so really? that she can't ever hear this song again. A cease and assist. I'm actually a beast with the assist. <laughs> I'm going to send her a cease and insist. As in, <laughs> I insist you stop countersuing me. <laughs> um, no, but really, let's. you want to just move on right into the episode? No. But, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, right. it's, <laughs> the Instagram is it's Missy Faye, F-A-Y-E. Thank you. And I'm a dreamy sort of soft rock musician from Vancouver, British Columbia. Oh, sick. I was just in Vancouver. Lovely city. 
You two have given me enormous amounts of joy over the years, and I'm so grateful for the escape. You really do deserve so much more than this. Perhaps a golden mic each. Not each, but that's really cool. That's really (laughs) cool. Can we move on into the episode? I have some really impressive, pressing news to share. Okay. Uh, This is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the web hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. And I received... My Starbucks year in review, moments before, <laughs> moments before we we recorded, Star- and I have it right here. Star- like so, okay? the app Starbucks sends you. It tells me what my favorite drink was. What do you think it was? <laughs> uh, from that chocolate foam thing that you were saying. No, you were that was twenty twenty one, jackass. That was in twenty twenty one. You were pretty into this, the milkshake. I was thing. very into it. Yes, in 2021, <laughs> but this is my year in review of 22. Uh, okay. Cold brew? Exactly right. Exactly right. Nice. Now, <laughs> now, do you want to guess how many store visits I had to Starbucks in 2022? Um, and if you get it within five, I'll give you $1,000. Wow. Okay. So here's what I know. If this was 2018 or something, that number would be close to 350. If it was 20, it would have been over 365. Over. So more than, I think it would have more been more than over. once a day. Yes. Without I, well, I fail. went every single, yeah, every single day guaranteed. And sometimes I'd go twice. <laughs> okay. Uh, but this is a brave new me. It's yeah. 2023. Of course, this is 2022 we're talking about, but yeah, uh, how many store visits and $1,000 <laughs> is on the line for store you? Store visit, as in like across all stores? Across all stores, how many times did I order a drink on the Starbucks app? Well, I know you've been uh, going to like more local haunts, your right. whatever the one you sent me to near your house that one time. Yes. Yes, yes, the Cotter Barber, indeed. Yeah, Devotion or whatever. Yes, yes, Devotion, very nice. But obviously you weren't off Starbucks entirely. You were still traveling, potentially hung yeah. over at an airport one day. You needed mm-hmm. the, the green go, goddess. I go home to Connecticut. There's no, there's no Starbucks, or there's no, there's no like good local coffee near my parents' house. Yeah. I have to go to Starbucks there. <laughs> I wonder if that's even true or if you just sort of convince yourself you have to go to starbucks there i mean i could go i definitely drive close enough to another coffee shop for sure 65 is my guesstimate 65 65. about yeah four or five times unfortunately you do owe me a thousand dollars the answer is 47 that's not bad visits it's close but within five was the (laughs) So are you proud challenge. of 47 or is that higher or lower than you think? It's it's kind of both, oddly. You thought it was less, but it's still a solid amount for a coffee shop you're kind of trying to avoid. Yeah, I w- I'm happy that it's that it's under 50. Um, you know, it, that's over a month of Starbucks. That seems maybe a lot, but that's fine. Do I have that? Does everyone app? Does everyone have that app? It, well, it, no, it was just an email. Oh, so it's not like baked into the Starbucks app that do I you use. Ha- do you have the Starbucks app? I do. Okay. And do you use it when you go shopping? 
Uh, Sorry, when you go to when you go to Starbucks, yeah. I'm at Target and I'm just using the Starbucks app. Well, I do all my shopping at Starbucks. <laughs> Can I get uh, that two percent milk, uh, twelve yeah. croissants? Name one thing that they don't have. A okay, carton, I... a carton of eggs that you use to make the the egg wrap thing. <laughs> and yeah, you should be able to find it. Yeah. Uh, where is it? I uh, see. Offer scan home. It was. It came to me from Starbucks Rewards, uh, and it says, and the subject is, "It was a treat treating you in 22." Is it, is this because you went there a thousand times in over three years that they treat you like some sort of VIP? Yes, I'm the equivalent of a million miler at Starbucks. <laughs> uh, I get to brew my own coffee if I want to there. Yeah, I don't see a year in review thing, oddly enough. It was a treat treating you. Starbucks treat. Uh, oh, actually, the last time I got an email from Starbucks about a treat is uh, open on your birthday. So I'm going to get another one of those coming up. Treating you is our favorite thing. We can redeem on 118. Hell yeah. Oh, interesting. So you don't have you, you don't have this. Uh, I guess I don't. Transaction history. I wonder if you can... I wonder if you could see it in your. I mean, this is this is not interesting anymore, I guess, because now we're not even talking about the the visits. We're talking about where to find them if you have them. Yeah, let <laughs> us know be able if to you've go, gotten them. You, you might be able to go into the app and see. Yeah, we'll take a look during a break. Is there uh, any more data that they give you? Your most common drink they give you. Uh, how many yeah. stores you visited? Yeah, how many? Um, let me see. It, it gives they give me some general information. Yeah, like the trends. Seventy um, percent <laughs> like it cold. That's, kind of interesting. That's just in general for you specifically. No, that's that's in general. I basically one hundred percent like it cold. Yeah. Do you ever get a uh, hot? Sixty percent like it custom. Sorry. That's, do you ever uh, get a hot coffee? Not at Starbucks. Every, I have before. I've, I'll, I, I sometimes I'll get like an espresso or something. I remember I did that in Denver. Yeah, <laughs> I was on the road, feeling sluggish. It's four p.m. I don't want a cold brew, so I just got a single espresso. That's cool. Yeah, feeling, but I don't usually do that. Feeling cold may delete later. Uh, what was the number one fun drink customization trend we saw this year? Topping Starbucks refreshers. What's that? I don't know a refresher. I d- yeah, I don't. I don't know. It doesn't. Wow. Three plus million cheese danishes were sold. This year. <laughs> okay, now you're just reading the stock report. You're an investor or something, and they sent you like the annual report. You're the one that made me fucking go open the email again. I was done when I told you my store visits. Um. Okay, oh, Starbucks refresher. I think are like the syrup that they put on like drinks to make them like yellow or purple. You know, like um, Megan drag mango dragon fruit, mango dragon fruit Starbucks refresher beverage. So I think they added to like sparkling water to make it colorful and flavorful. <laughs> That's interesting. What else can we say about Starbucks? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna postmates you a pink drink, Starbucks refresher beverage. Um I okay. It looks like strawberry milk, but there's sure. full chunks of dried strawberries in there. Actually you, I don't 
really need it, but I do I do want you to waste your money, so go for it. I went to uh I went to a movie yesterday. I saw Megan. Megan. Shout I've out heard good things. It was great. And shout out friend of the pod, Allison Williams, for crushing it yet again. Big shout out. Very entertaining movie. Highly recommend. Uh Hell yeah. And a friend that I went with, Sean Perlman, who will never hear this, got an icy. An icy? An icy. I C E E. Did they have those back east? I mean, you just like the frozen drink at the movies? The frozen drink at the movies, exactly right. I don't know. Is Marika in the room? She would know. Yeah, uh, she's not. I think they do. I assume it's a national thing. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. got that red straw with like the spoon at the bottom, like the straws yeah, open yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I, and I had like a, a little bit of his, um, and it like just totally brought me back to like getting ices. At, like I haven't gotten an icy in 35 years, but like I remembered the flavor and the texture and the taste. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it crazy how the senses will do that? I used Sometimes to, just like, yeah, you smell something and you're, you're transported. Yeah, I used, to, I used to think that the straws were normal red straws, and the more you drink, the more it like opened at the bottom and became a spoon. And then oh, wow. One day I'm like, I'm going to test it right away to see how open it is. And it was open already. I'm like, wait a minute. I've been wow. drinking from the straw thinking it opens into a spoon, but it's been a spoon the entire time. That's so dumb. Now, <laughs> now I use the the straw spoon to eat soup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you take it. You have one. You have one on your key ring, right? <laughs> it's a customized silver icy spoon straw, and I drink fucking matzo ball soup with it. <laughs> it's oh, on man. my key smart. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> your key smart. My key smart is key smartless. Uh, all right. Yep. So that's, I guess, my unsolicited advice is to see Megan a little bit early, but that's, I wanted to get that out there. Sweet. I'll see it this weekend. Uh, okay. I got a question from a dude. Actually, this might be a lady. Um, it's called Doodle Dilemma. Do you remember sending me this one? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I doodle, I should say. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> is this a lady? I don't know. Okay, so some background. I've always doodled in the margin of my notes. It's always something I do to keep my hands busy, usually things like geometric design or different shading, silly abstract things. Recently, however, my friend took my paper and drew a vagina on it. I think it was a joke. I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if it was, was being dead serious. serious. <laughs> anyway, I'm talking spread eagle butthole detail and everything. I thought it was neat that you could make it so realistic looking, and so sometimes I doodle that. Cut to today, my <laughs> professor was checking my lab notebooks, and I completely blanked that it was in there. I showed it to him while he flipped through and suddenly cleared his throat and quickly closed my notebook and gave it back to me. I knew instantly what had happened. I'm so completely mortified, I don't know if I should tell him something or pretend it didn't happen. I think he was avoiding me for the rest of class, and I straight up cannot look this man in the face. It was our last lab, so maybe it's just not worth bringing it up. Let me know what you think. Even though you don't, even if you don't answer this on the show, send me something to make me laugh. I just keep <laughs> thinking about it and getting embarrassed all over again. Oh my god! So yes, just send them a, a gift that will make them laugh. Oh, that's good. Actually, we're um, sh we're shooting this as the. Um, uh, 
two studios set up, so it's kind of a nicer camera. I'm going to I'm going to show a a gift that keeps making me laugh. But you can answer this question. Okay. I guess my question is what do you tell the professor that like smooths this over? It's like, "Oh, sorry. I I drew a vagina and anus in the in the margin." Yeah. Like <laughs> There's, the truth is just that you did this <laughs> and there's not really any, it's kind of like, it feels almost like somebody walking in on you in the bathroom. Yeah. It's embarrassing, but you'll think about it and it's embarrassing, but there's nothing, nothing can be done to come back from it. Right. It's also not, not that embarrassed. Like what's the embarrassing thing? Like, okay, I drew a vagina and you saw it and now what? Like that's fine. Yeah. Ultimately, it's globally. embarrassing. I wouldn't wa- if I had that on my notebook. I wouldn't want anyone to see it. Yeah, I mean it's a lesson, really. Don't doodle that in a in a notebook. Yeah, at least one that you use for school. Were you a doodler? I think I was. I mean, yeah, I think I doodled. Um, ne- never anything erotic, but yeah, yeah, I doodle. I doodle even now. Really, just. I mean nothing yeah yeah I do actually paint (laughs) manga erotica so I'll do some pretty hyper specific cocks throbbing (laughs) yeah Uh, this was the gift that I wanted to show which camera should I show this to is it too far away Uh, it might be too far you could stretch your hand out right here to the middle I'll stretch it out yeah I definitely I definitely can't (laughs) see it even remotely it's a guy slowly pushing a hot dog maybe we can have Grim digitally insert it it's a guy pushing a hot dog into his mouth and it looks like some sort of like uh, painting (laughs) if you search hot dog in your (laughs) iMessage app Ben Ben Schwartz sends me that a lot, and it's always funny. I guess if you search hot dog in your GIF app, there's just a lot of funny GIFs in general. Right. That's actually a good point for uh, finding questions. Hot dog is a funny funny pairing of words. Yeah, these are all really funny. There's one of a hot dog dancing. There's one of a guy with uh, 50 hot dogs in his mouth. Wow. So this is our podcast now. It's instead of us doing comedy, we just are we're describing <laughs> funny gifts. This one's pretty good actually. It says a uh, hot dog, we have a wiener, and it's sort of the peanut butter jelly time banana guy, but That's it's good. uh it's uh it's uh what do you call it? Uh No, you can't even describe it. It's like uh <laughs> the the sausage link, the uh the fucking thing, the tube, the bologna tube. The t- you know what I'm talking about? The casing? You know the fucking the meal, the thing that you eat the at a ball you said game. Link. Yeah, like a what? like a like a link, like a what's it called? The fucking like pink. I feel tube. like you said the right thing already. A pink tube with like the bun, and you can have it with mustard or ketchup. Like Are you uh, talking about the hot dog? Yeah, the hot dog. Exactly right. And he's sort of dancing to the uh, <clears throat> to the beat. <laughs> to the what? Yeah. So I don't know if you can't really see it. It's too far away. You obviously. can't really see it. Yeah. You can't really see it, and you can't really describe it. And you're just distracted. You have your laptop and your phone open. I have an iPad right here playing a Netflix show, Yellowstone, season three. And I'm FaceTiming on an Android, and I'm reading on an Amazon Fire Kindle. Let's take a break. I'm obviously overstimulated. I'm still fucking rolling (laughs) from the icy. Let's reset. (laughs) You're on a sugar high. (laughs) My teeth are pink. I'm freaking the fuck out. All right, let's take a break. Thank some sponsors and come back with more questions after these messages. 
Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Nice. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little bit <laughs> no, uh, not personally. Do you? I had something that I wish I had taken, but I didn't. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Uh, I guess I can open it up to you. Do you have an umbrella? Uh, yes. Right. So I don't have an umbrella, thinking that most of the time I don't need one, obviously. That's true. Yeah. I, and then it comes time to need one, and I just don't have one. Yeah. Umbrellas were easier not to have in New York because it was like, if it's raining, you just get one at the store right next to your apartment. Yeah, they just There's sort of all, leave them on the street. Yeah. But now, now you're in LA. So without an umbrella, you're kind of out. Of, well, I mean, you have a car. You have a car. Yeah. Your garage is connected to your house. That's right. You drive. I guess it's just about like that, that brief walk into the office or something. Right. Like you have to, you have to sort of make the pros and cons of like every time you would use the umbrella and then the cons of like having to have an umbrella and keep an umbrella and have it in your car and shake it off. And, you know, to me, yeah. it's always just like, it's never entirely worth it individually for every They don't event. take up very much space. I mean, I just have an umbrella in my closet. It's, are you it's using completely it? completely non-intrusive. Huh? I see. Are you using it for every rainy day? 
Um, yeah, if, it, if it's going to rain, I'll put it in my backpack. It's a compact umbrella. And you um, wear it to the subway, and, and then you sort of shake it dry. And I wear it to the subway? I hold it to the subway. <laughs> and yeah. then you get downstairs, and you sort of Have you of never seen it. an umbrella? I've seen it. It sounds umbrella. like you... <laughs> You said you wanted an umbrella. It sounds like you're pitching against them now. <laughs> now I'm deciding whether I should have one at all. I yeah, I wear I I wear the umbrella on yeah. my wrist yeah. and I and I hold it mm-hmm. as I walk to the subway. Mm-hmm. And as I'm going down, I contract it. Yeah. Shake it off. Shake it off. Tie her up. Yeah. Put yeah. a little cover on it. Oh, you're doing the back. cover. You're going it has cover. A tiny little cover. You're it has a tiny little cover. Cover just for the subway. Taking the cover off when you get off the. What's subway. going on my backpack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's that's a full. That's the full Monty. Are you ever Are you, getting yeah. a power umbrella? A fucking long ass powerful umbrella with a wooden hook handle? Or are you I'll doing you like something. a little fucking Dwayne Reed little dingus like, oh shit, it's broken. Oh, god damn, it's oh. inside out. Yeah, I walk, I walk to the subway, <laughs> I shake it off, press the button, trip down the stairs, break my neck, <laughs> lie in a puddle, screaming, help me. <laughs> Get impaled um, on one of the prongs. I, I have several umbrellas. I have a menagerie of umbrellas. Really? Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. And I'll tell you about them if you shut up for two seconds. Okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can I? Yeah. Let's hear it. Do I have the floor? Yes, you have the floor. When I rescued my dog, I decided that I needed a golf umbrella because I didn't want to stand out in the rain and getting wet and, and having him get wet and having him shake off his fur when he comes inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I got an umbrella that has a six-foot canopy. Jesus. It enormous. It is so sturdy. It is so strong. I go out there, and it's like I'm under a tent. Is that People a- huddle near me for warmth. I've I've seen several 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 young young children <laughs> <laughs> rush toward me on the street so they could have shelter from the rain six dogs feet. cats the rats i'm like fucking noah with his dumbass ark with this umbrella i'm serious so is it like at that size is it even like a button that expands it automatically or are you like fully it's, it's, pressing you up? wish it was a button it is a crank i need two men to help me I bring it out on a wheelbarrow. It's a beach I use umbrella. A winch. It's a yes. beach umbrella. <laughs> I use a winch to get it standing straight. A winch. I have a winch for this winch. Yes, it is planted in the ground. I have one man undo the latch. There's no way. There's too raise, big. It's raise too the big. umbrella. You're talking about and it. And then I have my harem uh, to <laughs> lift the umbrella. It's too big. And parade me down the street. And you have, <laughs> you do you really have an umbrella so big that you and your dog fit underneath it? I do actually have a six foot golf umbrella. It is strong. It is sturdy. It's button. So I bring it outside, and that thing, it pops. Yeah. You feel it. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a yeah. And I go out there, and it's a three foot radius all around me. Wow. And the uh, dog stays close enough. To have it, or it's like sort of in and out of that little. I stay. I mean, I stay close. I I don't give him any space. You give him a so tight I, leash. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just with him. Yeah, and he doesn't like the rain. He yeah. doesn't want to be out there either. You're sort of He'll holding him up to your chest like it's a hostage negotiation while you walk <laughs> down the street. I've, I crawl with him. <laughs> I crawl with him and I piss too to encourage that behavior. Because I have to incentivize his, yeah, exactly. His urination, yeah. He doesn't yeah. just do it with his, it's kind of a mimic, yeah. a mimicry. So you have to literally take a dump onto like little patches of grass so that he sees what you were doing. Exactly, exactly right. <laughs> you guys take turns expressing each other's anal glands under this. And he holds the umbrella while I shit. <laughs> it sounds like... It sounds like he's walking you, quite honestly. <laughs> yeah, and he does sleep with Jill, and I sleep in the little crate. So Got it. I don't know who's, but but he eats the dog food, and I eat the dinner. <laughs> so we really do share obligations. You're he's being... doing the next podcast. We're recording two today, but Dingo is going to be co-hosting the next one. <laughs> it's clear to me now that Dingo is this, I guess, Italian guy in a dog costume that you rescued. <laughs> Oh it, come on! Yeah. Just because he just because he sleeps with Jill, <laughs> yes, that's a huge part of it. You're being <laughs> cucked by your mutt. <laughs> Actually, speaking Actually, of being cucked by a dog, I was also going to mention just speaking of my dog's penis that um uh, I I did clean the schmegma from his wiener yesterday when I got home. What's that? You've never heard of schmegma before? I feel like it was a big thing when we were in high school. It's kind of like the the like pus mucus thing that collects under the foreskin. And he was sort of licking himself and had this little buildup or Yeah, I saw this like kind of like a weird little uh discharge near his penis and I thought it was an infection and I googled it and I read that it was just schmegma. And it was fine, <laughs> but you're supposed to clean it. Would you so, use? Would you use to hmm? clean it a fucking a pita chip? <laughs> you fucking gross freak! I bet you used a fucking pita chip. Yeah. You freak! What do you use to clean your dog's schmegma if you've never ever done it? And Luke just fucking is covered in schmegma, and you pick him up and he's you not kiss covered him. in schmegma. I no. love you, Luke. No, he's yeah. not covered in schmegma. Because at least my dog doesn't have the schmegma because I did clean it with with a pa- with a paper towel <laughs> with a paper towel. And one pita chip, you <laughs> sick fuck. <laughs> you snide prick. Have you ever seen his little uh, red rocket come out? I've seen the lipstick, yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's alarming. It's, 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 alar- it's eye-opening. Why? It's humbling, actually. It's actually really dangerous <laughs> is what it is for me to see that. To know that a little pooch is more well-hung than I'll ever be is, uh, <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's actually really, really, really <laughs> it's, cool. It's it's awe-inspiring is what it is. It it's, gives me something to try to attain. It, it sort of light lightens the bridge between now and the future. Who's my role me. model? It's my dog in 10 years. <laughs> my dog's dick in 10 minutes. Because <laughs> he's going to hump the couch. Yeah. And I'm uh, jealous of that energy. Uh, we got a question about weed, I was going to say. Nice, 420 style. Yeah. Oh, wait, lastly, should I get an umbrella? Is that what you're suggesting? Where should I get an umbrella? Yeah, get a small umbrella. Small and get umbrella. with the little, if you're if you're anti-shaking, then get it with the little um, the little sleeve that it can go into. Oh, wow. And get a button pusher. Um, 
and a, a compact umbrella because you don't really need it for any kind of long walking. Thanks. I needed to hear that. Yeah. And I'd keep it in, you know how you walk in in your house to the right, there is that um, the little bench where you have your shoes. The little bench. Yeah. I know there's a bench where I have my shoes. Okay. I wouldn't say it's a fucking a little bench like it's like a place where like a fucking 6-year-old girl has a tea party. I see that there's a power bench where I have my tools. <laughs> so you don't have any tools. I asked you you were looking at your dishwasher. Yeah, it's broken. I asked you if you had any tools. I didn't have And you any said, tools. "Oh, the guy left this and you handed me a, a small little pack of like screwdriver heads." Yeah, for a drill, he drill left heads, drill, drill bits. bits. Yes, yeah. he left a pack of drill and bits. And I'm looking at your dishwasher for you. Correct. I asked you for tools, and you hand me drill bits, <laughs> like they would be any use in anything I could possibly do. The dishwasher is so broken. Tools. It's, it's absolutely like it this, broken. Like it was a scavenger hunt for tools <laughs> instead of. You know, actually finding something useful. He came back for the bits, and I played dumb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, yo, by the way, soy, it is a very small bench. Don't not to bring it up, not to, not to labor that, the point, but it's a tiny bench, and you have little doll shoes on it. <laughs> what I'm doing there is building a house, a miniature, a miniature house, because it's a, a miniature. Yeah. yeah. So there is a little dollhouse, and there's a little teacup set. But it's not yeah, like a so anyway, little cutesy bench or whatever. Anyway, I'll I'd try to keep it, an umbrella there. I would there. put the umbrella back in the back of the bench against the wall. You can still put a pair of shoes yeah. in front of it, as long as it's a, a big enough bench that it has two inches of clearance and can still accept a pair of shoes. But it might be too small for that. Do more people have umbrellas or just say, fuck it, not interested? It's an interesting question. I bet more people don't. Yeah, it's close to 50 because 50. I, I think a lot of people they're just don't like I'll get wet or like, I'll get a rain jacket and deal with it whatever. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of cities and towns that are just built for cars. You know, you you walk out of your apartment complex and you're in a covered garage, you drive to like the mall. You never really have to go outside. Yeah. There are places that are built where you don't have to go outside very much. But then I I bet in places where it's like rains all the time people are like yeah i just have a rain jacket and rain shoes and rain this so i don't have to hold an umbrella it might be like a sign of like you're you're new here that you need an umbrella maybe or it might be a, a i feel like people where it rains all the time know how to prepare for for wet weather so they have the umbrella they have the rain jacket they have the waterproof shoes they have it all <laughs> they need nothing they want nothing and you are nothing <laughs> Except a guy with no tools and a tiny-ass bench. <laughs> I actually used an umbrella from a a tropical drink for a day to try to stave away some of the umbrella. moisture. Yeah, a little tiki. You're a better off holding the drink upside down on your head. <laughs> Which, yeah, I tried that once, too, and I was covered in this, this syrupy pina colada drink. For... A Mai Tai. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this, we have a actually. question about weed for crying out loud. All right, go ahead. I have a big problem that I need your help with. First things first, my dad hates weed. I don't really care about it myself. It's not for me. On the other hand, my two brothers t often partake in the drug. They sneak away to the garage uh, and get high at least three times a week. My dad knows what's going on and recruited me as a spy to try to rat them out. 
he oftentimes comes up to me out of nowhere and asks me if I gathered any info. And I, of course, say no. I don't want to tell on my brothers, and I don't want to keep lying to my dad. So what should I do? Thanks for your help. P.S. I don't think talking this out with my dad is going to work. Yeah. Do you partake in weed? I don't really. Mm. Neither do I. But, but I have before. And, and I've also lied to my dad. And I don't like doing it now, but when I was younger, it's fine. I think (laughs) you don't like lying to your dad as an adult, but when you're younger, it's fine. I don't lie to him now, but yeah, when when you could lie to him about weed, that's kind of like a classic standard, what you should lie to your parents about. You're not even lying about your own use. You're just lying about not seeing your brother. Why don't you just not spy? And then I'll say, did you see anything? And then you'll say no. Yeah. Well, he's not spying and he's not saying anything, but his dad's like, you should go out there and fucking be my inside well, I thought man. he is. I thought his dad recruited him to spy and then he'll say, did you see anything? Yeah, I think that's what's happening. But so he says you recruited him to spy and you just don't actually ha- ever spy. <laughs> so then his I think dad you could, is... You could get out of it, but without saying anything. You could just be like, dad, I have better things to do. I have homework. I have a part-time job. I, I'm masturbating to hentai porn in my bedroom there's just you don't have to say i didn't see anything or you don't have to say they're they're smoking you know you just say i'm not i'm not looking for any other number of reasons yeah it is funny that weed is sort of stigmatized more than like drinking like if you're a lot of kids are like their parents are like fine with you drinking beer but like don't you know do drugs is the yeah prevailing theory especially because like everybody kind of admits that weed's not bad and the thing against it was always that it was a gateway drug right but like alcohol is not even a gateway thing alcohol is just like bad and can ruin your life on its own yeah and weed is a gateway drug to other bad drugs like hell maybe alcohol (laughs) so just go straight to alcohol don't go through the gateway of weed but, you know, yeah. if you're under 18, it's illegal. So you shouldn't be doing any of this stuff. Am I right? Weed is illegal under 18? I believe so. Weed and cigarettes, yeah. I guess it depends on the state. Maybe. Some some yeah. states, uh, weed is illegal just for everybody. Right. So even in states where it's legal, you have to be 18. I guess to smoke. But you have to be 18 to eat weed? Uh, yeah, probably. You have to be 18 21. to buy weed, to eat weed. In California, it's 21. Oh, in California, it's 21, says Casey. So it's, wait, wow. so cigarettes are 18? Uh, I think they just upped it in California to 21 also. Oh, wow, 21 across the board. In California. In California. Right. Across the board in your state. Yeah. Would you rather your kid uh, at age 18, where it's too young but still kind of a fully formed voting adult, be into cigarettes, weed, or alcohol? Hmm. Probably, I guess, eight, uh, 18, alcohol, even though I know that's not smart. All right, cool. But I feel like I just, I don't like the stoner energy. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't want to deal with that. I wouldn't want, like, a little fish head running around my house. Yeah, know? like he's trying to grow dreads and has a blacklight poster. Yeah. He's listening At least, to like, music. I also like alcohol, so I understand the impulse. Like, right. What, do you like it? Because... 
It makes you feel loose. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> make too. you feel loose. Why don't you wrestle your old man? <laughs> Maybe in the backyard. <laughs> don't don't role play anything <laughs> you just said. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I can make you feel loose. It's not. Well, in this world, you're sort of a chiropractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope. <laughs> um, what was the other option? Oh, cigarettes? cigarettes books. I was going to say bad. books, poetry, and stuff like that. But you said alcohol? Yeah, alcohol over books. <laughs> That's just because I don't like the cigarettes. nerd energy. What about you? I already know the answer. What's the and answer? Weed. weed. You, I would want my, yeah, um, I don't know. I guess you can't really die from weed and you can die from alcohol. Yeah, that's why I think it's smarter. And it's probably more of a phase than alcohol because alcohol is kind of like, I, th- I I really think that alcohol just sticks with you if you start liking it early. Um, perhaps, perhaps. Um, all right, let's take a break. Come back, answer another question after these messages. Love it. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, Mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we are back. We got one last question to rule them all. All right. Uh, Hey, guys. Love you and the show. This is from a lady. Uh, I'm writing to you because I think you are the most appropriate people to give me advice on this. Great. At work, my desk is perpendicular to the new guy's desk, which means I can see him at all times. I don't know if he's completely dumb or he thinks I can't see him or that this is normal to him because he's French, but this dude is fucking gross. He picks his nose and eats the boogers. Hmm. I don't know what to do about it. 
Every time he does it, he makes me want to barf. And I'm thinking of getting, uh, saying something because it's getting more and more frequent. How can I get him to stop without making things awkward for the both of us? Thank you. Thank you. Love. I don't know. Uh, Megan. <laughs> All right, Megan. <laughs> I was in I was theaters. curious about this question because you <clears throat> pick your nose and eat it. So I was wondering, like, I guess what's the impulse there for when you eat your boogers? <laughs> like when you pick your nose and eat your own uh, crusty-ass booger. Why are you doing that? I don't. I do not. Is it just like I do not a compulsion? Does it taste good? Is it an old habit that you never kicked? I've seen too sometimes where you like blow your you pull out your bottom lip, cover it over your nostril, <laughs> no and just like blow directly into your mouth to kind of create more of a, I guess like a gusher effect, <laughs> so you can suck sort of from the teat of your positive nostril. feedback loop where you're. <laughs> puking boogers up <laughs> into your nose and out of your ass and like yeah. this hula hoop of shit. So I'm understanding, I'm trying to understand the why of it all for you because I think that it's not French. I think we can safely say it's not just a French thing because you're Israeli and yes, you Yes, also... I'm not French. <laughs> I'm not French. There you have it, folks. He admitted it. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> That's a nothing burger. Uh, I do pick my nose, that being said. Um, not proud of it, but it does feel good. And to just get a nice boogie out of there, there's mm -hmm. no greater feeling, I guess. Some of yeah. my hobbies slash good feelings are gross. I like to fart. It feels nice. There's a good relief <laughs> there. It's gross, obviously. Picking my nose, it's like scratching an itch. That's just yeah. always there. Also feels good. But I would never, nor have I ever, eaten my booger. It's trash to me that I discard. Mm -hmm. Where do you, you just flick it in a rand, any random direction? You're at home, do you, yeah, you wipe it on it's the couch? Tough. That's do a kind of a it... constant struggle that I'm dealing with. Sometimes I'll try to put it on like a piece of trash that I'm like about to throw away anyway, like right. a paper you just, towel. You're or consolidating. Like an, I'm not done talking. <laughs> Well, I'm asking you, if you get a huge honking burger, <laughs> booger, excuse me. <laughs> excuse I get me. a little hamburger out of my nose. <laughs> huge, huge booger. Yeah. There's nowhere to put it. What do you do with it? Sometimes I'll hold it until I go to a sink or a toilet and I'll put it there. Sometimes You're I'll put it, it in trash that I'm going to discard. Sometimes I'll put uh -huh. it in like an old water bottle and or a drink sometimes, bottle. That I'm and sometimes there's nowhere that, for it to go. Flick it. And you Flick eat it, it good. I and never eat, eat it. it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I never eat it. And I'm obviously not French. <laughs> no, I'm a nose picker too. This, uh, You and I both have this same bad habit where we pick our nose. Why does it feel so good, I wonder? I don't know. It's cathartic. It's satisfying it to, to remove the blockage. Yeah. But I also think it's just like a nervous tick. Because like I'll... I will not pick my nose at all and I'll make a conscious effort not to. Yeah. And then like something will start to stress me out and I just like put my thumb in my nose. Interesting. So it's kind of like sucking your thumb. Yeah. It's something I can control. Everything is all going awry all around me, but yeah. I, I, I can keep my nose clean with my finger. What's your <laughs> finger of choice? Uh, <laughs> let's fucking get into it. Uh... Mostly right 
index. Really? I'm a thumb. That's too big. My thumb is too big for my nostrils. Yeah. I just like to thumb it out like a shovel. Yeah. And then suck it down like an oyster. <laughs> oh, no, you do not. Clams Casino, man. <laughs> now I'm thinking about, God, all this talk just I can, makes you want to pick it right now. I, I like It's such a distinct... I can feel, you know, what it feels like to be young and have like you're outside. There's snot running down your lips, yeah. And you kind of like can go like that. You just it's you taste like the saltiness, yeah, of it. You know, like yeah. I wouldn't want to it, it when it happens by accident. You never. I would never. I also would never actually eat a booger. I think that's absolutely foul. But I feel like knowing that it's salty, I can almost understand the impulse. <laughs> This is French or otherwise. The I do think I have French. The grossest I, thing we've ever. I'm saying discussed. I have French ancestry. <laughs> you know when you sort of suck up through your nose and sometimes hawk a loogie, but sometimes you don't. You, you swallow go. it. That's yeah. kind of the same thing. It certainly is. It certainly <laughs> is. And doesn't it kind of taste good when you have a loogie in the back of your throat? <laughs> <laughs> it's salty. <laughs> Was this My unsolicited advice thing. next week might After be to eat your own ten boogers. years. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. I've never done it, but I, I will admit that I imagine it tastes g- fine to good. <laughs> I don't think it tastes bad. Otherwise, no one would do it. Yeah. I mean, it's an acquired taste, I'm sure. Like any bitter, salty thing. It's not the it's, first thing I don't think I don't think a salty thing is an acquired taste. I think humans just crave salty things. I don't think that's acquired <laughs> at all. I think that's innate in our fucking genealogy. Yeah. So. <laughs> when you described your nose running into your mouth so blissfully, it's pretty <laughs> obvious you do like the taste of it. Like, you're not trying to be hypothetical not, anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm admitting that it's salty and good. Yeah. And I'm, but I'm saying I, despite knowing that I, I have enough like pride and I know my worth that I'm not going to eat my own boogers. <laughs> but if snot dribbles into my mouth, am I not going to enjoy it? If you prick me, do I not bleed? <laughs> Life is about these simple pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I try to dress sort of light in the winter so that I get a cold. That way, the runny nose is not anything bad. It's sort of just like this positive nutritional river that flows back into me. Is See, that I would never do this, bad? but I like I I kind of want her. It sounds like she's on the cusp of confronting this guy, which I think he deserves to have happen to him. And if she doesn't feel like the shame, like and she shouldn't, it is shameful for him. I kind of want that to happen. I would never be able to do it. Yeah. But if you can if you can do it, by all means. I think you could just be like, I can see you picking your nose and eating it. And it's grossing me out. It's making me feel sick. To say that That's to awesome. somebody is so confrontational. Yeah, maybe there's a way to but like he's actually making her physically ill. If she's actually about to throw up. Yeah. I mean you should Maybe there's another orient if it's me, I find another orientation for the computer. So yeah. I never see it. Yeah. But like, yeah, like what's the adult thing to do to like tell your boss to tell him to just say it to him as like a, you know, a grown up to another grown yeah. up? Go to HR. Yeah. He's picking his note. There's not like a specific thing in the manual of like you can't do this. Yeah. I mean, if your company has HR, I think I actually would try to do that because 
they went to school for this exact type of thing. There must be a system in place. What if you do the uh, passive aggressive, like, do you need a tissue? Then it's like, I'm just being helpful because you're eating your boogers. Do you need a tissue? Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. But I will say there's probably something about hygiene in the in the HR handbook if you worked at a a Fortune 500 company. Right. Would you rather sit next to a farter or a booger eater? Booger eater. I can turn away and ignore that. You can't ignore a fart. Interesting. I think I'd go farter because farters don't like gross me out to see. It's just a yeah. You a would go. What if it's smell. what if it smelled awful? What if it just smelled like shit near you all day? Well, the you wouldn't notice because you're farting. Day. You're farting too. Is the thing. Anybody that sits near you is sitting next to a booger picker and a farter. <laughs> <laughs> like, what would I rather do? I work with you. I have both. I every time when I I was at your house the other day, you were ripping ass, flicking boogers, <laughs> guzzling the snot from your direct from your nose. It's disgusting. It's despicable. Let's see you say that it's shit we're in the same studio. I dare you to. I, I feel okay. like you're brazen Casey, now that you're Casey, like. Make a it. note. Make a note to confront Amir next time I'm in LA. All right. It's Actually, noted. you're, you're going to be here next. Emma, Emma, make a note that we're, we're going to talk about this IRL. And actually, we're. We're going to fight. <laughs> oh, no way. I was just sort of trying to act tough. I'm not actually down to fight you. <laughs> Come to New York, dude. <laughs> Come to New York. I'm going to kick your ass <laughs> in the studio on the podcast. No. I hope everyone I subscribed on YouTube. <laughs> I'm actually going to beat you up when you come here. <laughs> How? Like, not even play wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fucking give you a beat down. What, Ow. What, what happened? Ah. <laughs> I, I, like, hit my hand too hard against my other, my fist or my open hand, my fist against my open hand. When you beat Maybe me up, it's going to be a lot harder than that. You're going to be hitting bone. <laughs> Ah, ooh, and then I was shaking it to kind of like feel better, but it hurt my wrist. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. Being, you're losing a fight. I was looking at my right wrist, now. and it like tweaked my neck yeah. in this really weird way. Try not to move. Down. The episode's over. <laughs> it's spreading. <laughs> Pass the tissue. That's the final result. That's the final advice. I say HR. All right, HR or, hey, would you like a tissue? That way it's sort yeah. of a passive-aggressive but helpful offering. You could go even more passive-aggressive and just put a tissue box on his desk. He won't even know who it's from. That's good. Secret Santa style. I got you a box of Kleenex. Yeah. Or a, a bottle of Franks and a very tiny fork to enjoy your bur boogers even more. Burger again. God damn it. <laughs> you know I want them because I started calling them burgers. You're salivating at the thought of eating a cheese booger. <laughs> a cheese booger. You should open a restaurant, man. And you're allowed to fart in the booth. <laughs> That's Farting the is cheese booger difference. Most restaurants frown on that, but here at Cheeseboogers, you can fart in the booths. <laughs> uh, all right. That's it. That's our time. That's our episode. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. However you consume this content, we appreciate it. Thank you. More of us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. We're watching Jake and Amir videos, reminiscing. That's right. Exactly. 
so thanks to those of you who have been watching us there. Uh, and if you have your own questions or theme songs, we're running low. So now's the time. If I were you show at gmail.com. Exactly. Um, let's hear again from It's Missy Faye. Uh, that great, what you considered the goat theme song. It's perfect. It's we, our theme song moving forward. We heard it on the way in. Now let's hear it on the way out, and we'll see you next week. Ciao, everybody. Bye. Just was a HeadGum original. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.